beautiful, beautiful people, welcome to this podcast. My name is Miss Chloe Liz, and I am an ambassador of God, disguised as a licensed wellness coach, who strives to help you incorporate healthy, balanced lifestyle through the seven dimensions of wellness, which I believe should be recognized and followed, beginning with spirit and God, emotions and self-care, aspects of body, surroundings, reflection, education, social aspects, and last but not least, money and finance. I believe as long as you have spirit and God in order, you have his spirit, you're in alignment with his will, you're in the purpose and calling for your life that he made you for in the first place. You know, I believe that through Jesus Christ, you can be healed, you can be redeemed and being made a new creature you know i speak of the god of abraham the god of isaac the god of jacob and i strive to help others incorporate a healthy balanced lifestyle through the blood of jesus christ i use scripture in everything that i do i do a live every monday on instagram share to my facebook page short blogs tuesdays podcast wednesdays detail blog thursdays and a youtube video every friday now throughout the week i speak on a single message that god gives me and this week's message is on worldliness last week was about being a lukewarm and so for this blog i do have three scriptures prepared for you today i read out of the king james version and i also use the esv for my blogs and stuff like that out of the openbible.info website you could go ahead and type in whatever it is you want to know about the bible and i'll give you all of the references so it's beautiful so for this week i do want to talk about worldliness because we are i believe in the beginning of sorrows you know throughout the week i gave a total of 15 scriptures on different scriptures so everything that i speak on is backed up by scripture i do offer services as a licensed wellness coach everything can be found within my description box somewhere in my profile however what is what does it mean to be worldly you know what is worldliness so worldliness is basically being consumed of the world and the things of it it's basically listening and following to what society says is right to their morals to their ongoing and continuously changing on what's right what's acceptable you know if you take a look at today's society it is okay to be gay it is okay to be a transgender it is okay to get an abortion it is okay to basically kill somebody it is okay to go and shoot up a whole school it is okay to do many many things and yet many were covered up with well you know what they they were mentally ill when in all reality us in the body of christ us as believers we know that it's not a person that does all of these evil things rather the spirits within that person you know for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood but against spirits and principalities in high places we know that if we do not have god's holy spirit inside of us then we house at least one or more evil spirits you know we know that to keep and to grow god's holy spirit we must be doing the works we must be doing the works of righteousness of living the word of god and not just reading it and talking about it 
We must be denying our flesh every single day, picking up our cross and following Jesus every single day, multiple times a day about And so being worldly is just the opposite of that. Being worldly is following the things of the world, chasing vanity. You know, being worldly is temporary for our souls are eternal. And this life, this fleshly life that we live and that we're currently in, is very short compared to eternity. And so the worldly will live this short world chasing the things of materialistic objects, of money, of fame, of all these things except God. And in consequence, they will spend their eternity in hell. Now, we have everything we need to live a fruitful life we are called to have the fruit of the spirit we are called to we were made in his image and likeness we are called to be christ-like we are called to read scripture know what it talks about to have his spirit to then further break down and understand scripture we are called to share testimonies and to share the good news you know to preach the living word of god and being worldly is just the opposite. Being worldly, being worldly is putting your faith in crystals, putting your faith in tarot cards, putting your faith in sage and all of these new stuff going on, you know? And God has never changed. God, I worship the same God Adam did. I worship the same God David did. I worship the same God John and Matthew and all of these great people in the Bible did. And he's the same God as he was in their time. God does not change. It is humans that think it's okay to murder a living, growing person inside of us. It is humans that think we're placed in one body. It's humans that think it's okay to hurt and torture animals, God's creation. It's humans that will pollute this world and their own souls by the spirits around them that they give agreement to. This world is already so consumed with much pollution and it is because of us humans. And us humans are the ones that are allowing that pollution to come into our soul by the things we watch, the things we listen to. Most of today's music, most of our mainstream music, mainstream music is secular. It's about, it is all secular, but it's mainly about sex. You're listening to sex, you're watching sex, basically. You're watching half-naked people everywhere. You're watching, listening to people fornicate everywhere. And you're watching it you're watching that and putting it into your spirit into your soul and allowing all of these evil spirits the spirit of fornication the spirit of idolatry the spirit of greed the spirit of pride the spirit of jezebel and wonder why we have become so polluted that we cannot see we cannot hear we don't understand the things around us because we're filling ourselves with everything but God. This is you. You must step out of the world. You must step out of the world and into faith, into God, into things righteous. 
and a poor even. Mm -hmm. If this is you and you were looking for an escape, I ask that you pray this prayer with me right now. Dear Lord, I pray that you free me from the change of this world, the bondages that is bonding me, the consumption of all things against what is good to you, all things evil, all things of the enemy, all things that create an illusion to have people feeling and thinking that they're living life, when in reality they're just giving way to the one that hates us. Only you love us, dear Lord Jesus. Only you can heal and restore and bring me to life. You sent your son on the cross so that I could have life and I could have it abundantly. Please show yourself to me so that I may seek you with my whole heart so that I can find you and live for you, to glorify your name, to share my story and to praise you in all things that I do, to share the good news with my brothers and sisters, to build them up for your kingdom so that their souls may be spared. I pray you help me with deliverance from all the spirits that may have entered into my soul, into my body. I don't want to house evil spirits. I want to house your Holy Spirit, Lord. Only you can restore and bring back what was taken. I pray this in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. If you said that prayer today, you are on the right path. And glory be to God. All things are possible through Him who strengthens us. Greater is He in me than He of the world. So to start off, for this week, um, I am going to be spreading out Matthew chapter 24 throughout the week, depending on what I'm doing. So I read the first paragraph on my Instagram live, go and check that out. And for today, I'm going to go ahead and read the second paragraph. So this is Matthew 24, 15 through 35. This is separate from the three scriptures I have for you. However, in my Bible, it is titled, The Coming of the Son of Man. When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation, spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in the, stand in the holy place, who shall read it, let him understand. Then let them which be in Judea flee into the mountains. Let him which is on the housetop not come down to take anything out of his house. Neither let him which is in the field return back to take his clothes. And woe unto them that are with child, and to them that give suck in those days. But pray ye that your flight be not in the winter, neither on the Sabbath day. For then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be. And except those days shall be shortened, there shall no flesh be saved. For no, but for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. Then if any man shall say unto you, Lo, here is Christ, or there, believe it not. For there shall arise false Christs and false prophets, and shall show great signs and wonders, insomuch that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Behold, I have told you before. Wherefore, if they say unto you, Behold, he is in the desert, go not forth. Behold, he is in the secret chambers, believe it not. 
For as the lightning cometh out of the east, and shineth even unto the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man, the Son of Man be. For wheresoever the carcass is, there will the eagles be gathered together. Immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened, and the moon shall not give her light, and the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of the heaven shall be shaken. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven, and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds, from one end to heaven to another. Now learn a parable of the fig tree. When his branch is yet tender, he put it forth leaves. He know that summer is nigh. Ye know that summer is nigh. So likewise ye, when ye shall see all these things, know that it is near, even at the doors. Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. In Genesis, since the beginning, God spoke us into existence. He made man from dust. He breathed life into it. And there was Adam. He put Adam into a deep sleep, took out his rib, and there was Eve. Since the beginning, God made a woman for a man to reproduce, be fruitful, and multiply. Since the beginning, God knew us in our mother's womb. He created a purpose and a plan for us to be everything that the world needs through Him. God is everything that we need. Many of us are empty. God is the living water. And those of us that fill ourselves through His Word, through His teachings, through deeper revelation of what He wants of us, we have been filled from Him so that we can then fill into those empty cups. God is the God of abundance. He will never leave nor forsake us. And yet the world has become so consumed of everything else has become so consumed of the enemy and his lies for he is the father of all lives he disguises himself as an angel of light he took a third of the angels with him from heaven and has been working the earth for a very long time however even he knows his time is short even we can turn on the news and look around us to see that we are in the beginning of sorrows. We are being awakened and stepping into our purposes, spreading the gospel more than ever. Because God will not let these things pass until everyone has had a chance to hear the gospel. So everyone has had a chance to accept Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior or to reject Him. We have entered into a time where there is complete lawlessness. Things are just going to get worse. The world will tell you that you're not good enough. The world will tell you that you have to keep up with the latest trend and you have to please those around you and you have to do all of your things in order to be liked. The world will tell you that no matter what you do, it's not enough. 
the Lord will tell you that once you get that goal or reach that goal of yours, you need another one, which isn't always bad, but sometimes the goal itself is. The world will tell you that you can be whatever it is that you want to be, and that these teachings are outdated and old. But the world will also leave you feeling empty, broken, and without a soul. Only Jesus can heal, restore, give, and take. God gave us his very life, and he can take it at any moment he chooses to. And if he were to choose to take your life right here, right now, would you be confident that you will go to heaven? Many people believe that when they die, they automatically go to heaven. However, God is the ultimate judge because he knows our hearts. He knows our inner thoughts and he knows why we do things. He knows which thoughts are from the enemy and which are from us. He knows how long we carry out a thought of iniquity. How much filth is in our hearts. How much filth is within us. You know, and so... The world will have you believe in that you can live however you want. And the world can consider you a good person and you'll go to heaven. However, scripture says different. We must be doing the works of our Heavenly Father. We must be glorifying Him in everything we do and fearing Him. Many people, I feel, have a bad image of fearing God. But the truth is that once you've been in the world long enough and you step in alignment with God and He gives you a new heart. He restores your soul and makes you a new creature through work of course. You realize that the fear of God comes from the fear of going back into the world. The fear of being a part of that illusion. The fear of losing His spirit and being misguided by the things of the world. By the people of the world. The fear of God comes from not having Him as your backbone, not having Him as the rock of salvation, not having Him for hope, not having any faith. The fear of God comes from losing Him, not from Him Himself, but from losing Him. We fear of displeasing Him. He is a good Father. He is our spiritual husband. He is the good shepherd that leaves the 99 for that one. He is good and faithful. He's all things that you can imagine and much, much more. Scripture does not give God justice. When you know and you've seen God work through your life and around you, you can't help but to glorify God because he's just so good you can't help but to turn your back on the world because you fear of losing God you can't help but to reject those of the world and its desires and temptations because you fear of losing anointing his spirit in your calling you fear of losing a new set of eyes and ears he's given you to see and hear deeper than the human can. 
first scripture I have for you today is Matthew 10, 28. And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul. But rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Those of the world are committing murder, killing themselves spiritually, and walking around spiritually dead. Those of the world will deceive you into thinking that the desires of the world are okay. Will kill your spirit inside you, will kill your soul. There are many people that would rather give up their soul for fame and wealth, but they know not what they do. Our soul is not something that's ours to give. Our soul belongs to God. In the day of judgment, our soul will know who the true God is. And He will judge us righteously for the way that we chose to live our life. He gifted us free will so that we could do what we feel is right. And when you're in alignment with God, you know that His teachings and all that He is is right, is just, and is good. And only God can destroy both soul and body in hell. Many people today, I feel, think that hell is a party place. Hell is a place where many will gather together and do who knows what, you know. And that is far from the truth. Second scripture I have is Matthew 16, 26. For what is a man profited, if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? And what shall the man give in exchange for his soul? We can listen to secular music, music of the world. And we can hear many artists say that they're not human, that they're immortal. That they sold their soul to the devil. We can see this in many music videos and see further past what they're showing through spiritual eyes that comes from God's Holy Spirit. We can see clearly that they are being used by the devil. And they think that they'll reign with the devil on his right side. But we must remember that the devil is everything that God's not. He reciprocates him in an evil way. He blasphemes him. He is jealous of God and has been since the beginning. So all things that God does, so will the devil. He will imitate it in his evil ways. The way that we are called to reign with Jesus, with God in the right hand, the devil will tell people that they can do so with him. When in reality, he hates us. He wants our soul. He wants us dead. He wants us for himself. Just to torture us and torment us. Whatever the devil gives, he takes twice as much. God wants us with prosperity, with peace, with comfort. He wants to give twice as much as he takes. And all that he takes is for a greater lesson for our own good. 
The devil does not care if we're sad. The devil does not care if we're empty inside. That's exactly what the world will do. God made the devil the God of this earth. God allowed us to have free will so we could choose which master we are to serve. God allowed Satan to take what he can. However, we are gifted everything we need to sustain and trample on scorpions and serpents. We have everything we need to rebuke the enemy in Jesus' name to overcome him. That is why he he takes the world and the people of it and tries so hard to deceive us to have us reach anything but our true calling and purpose in this life. To have us reach anything but the true God. For he fears and he knows that if we know who we are through the eyes of God, we will tell many and save many souls, more than he can take. Love surpasses all, and God is love. If you do not know God or have him in you, you do not know true love. First scripture I have for you is Acts 2.27 Because I will not leave my soul in hell, neither wilt thou suffer thine holy one to seek corruption. God is a good shepherd. God is the perfect heavenly father, the spiritual husband. Us in the body of Christ are his church. His church is his bride. He is our husband. And we are to submit to him as a good wife, no matter your gender. And so God is a great protector. He will lead and guide us to what is righteous. He will answer our prayers and whatever it is that we want, he will give us. He leads us to the still waters and green pastures. He causes us to be the lenders and not the borrowers. He causes us to be the head and not the tail. And yet the world will have you believing that you're everything but what God has for you. The world will have you chasing after the same things. Family, fornication, idolatry, evil. You'll be an illusion, and God will allow you to be in that illusion because you've denied the gospel. Because I will not leave my soul in hell, neither will thou suffer thine holy one to seek corruption. He will not allow us to go to hell if we truly are his child. If you have his Holy Spirit, you are his child, says scripture. He will not allow us to see corruption and he will protect us. He will fight our battles for us. He will do all the dirty work and all we have to do is do as he says. He says, go, we go. He says, stop, we stop. He says, turn left, turn right. We are of a sinful nature. We're born into a fallen world. And yet, God loves us so much that even in our sinful ways, He makes ways for us. 
And we don't even know. We don't even give him the gratitude. We don't give him anything. And all he wants to do is love us. All he wants to do is have us dwell with him. To point us to what is right. To fill us. Yet many will still choose to be empty. Many will still choose to follow the things that everybody else does. A hamster in a wheel. Going in circles and not realizing it. Until the old age. They realize that they've never felt fulfillment. They've never felt whole. They've never felt that they were in their true calling a purpose. And it's because they've never known God. There are many people that have been in church and for years that do not know God. Scripture tells us to stay away from religion. Those religious people that murdered and crucified Jesus. Scripture tells us to be in alignment with God in His Spirit, to walk in truth. The kingdom of God is within us. Whoever God is, is all of Him. If God dwells within you, His kingdom is also within you. You are His holy temple. There are many false doctrines, there are many everything religions, gods, everything. Even scripture says. However, scripture is everything that we need to sustain and understand this life and the times we're living in now. Things will only get worse according to scripture and we will not have true understanding unless we have God's Holy Spirit. We will not have true peace unless we have God's Holy Spirit. We will not be living to our fullest in this short life without God's Holy Spirit. We are servants. No matter who you serve, everyone serves. Their children, their parents, their co-workers, their bosses, their clients. Satan or Yeshua. Everybody has a choice. Being part of the world and being empty and broken all the time is hard. Being in alignment with God and denying your flesh and picking up your cross and going against the world is hard. Choose your heart. Nothing is made easy for anyone. But with God, there's understanding, there's knowledge, wisdom, there's fruit. There's living water inside of you. There's God inside of you. And you're assured that you will dwell with Him for eternity. Don't let the world and things out there take your soul and deceive you into believing something that is an illusion. Many people that many feel live a perfect life are truly empty inside and feel that they have to post their whole lives on social media they feel that they have to show everything that they're doing while not truly living in that moment many of the people that others feel live a perfect life are truly lost inside chasing things of the world chasing vanity 
because they resemble their father, which is Satan. Satan goes back and forth in the world searching whom he may devour like a roaring lion. However, God has called us to be lions. God has called us to be eagles, to fly above the winds and look for the storm to then fly with the eagles. God has called us to be willing vessels to do His works, to be filled in serving God and saving souls. Being worldly will cause division. The color of your skin, your gender, what you feel is right, what you feel is wrong. with your brothers and sisters in Christ. Being worldly will set you out to fend for yourself. Be a dog that eats another dog to be fed. While being godly is to split your meal with someone else so that you can both be. I hope this message resonated with you. This week's message is on loneliness. My name is Chris Coyles. I love you beautiful people. Please choose to be kind. Choose to be well. I'll see you next time.